Are you ready to become toxic person proof? Hey guys, Sarah K. Ramsey here to help you find love and success after a toxic relationship so you can design a life you're actually excited about living. Hello, wonderful. This is Sarah and Henry Ford had an amazing quote that said, if you think you can or think you can't, you're right. If you think you can, you're right. If you think you can't, you're right. And in overcoming adversity, in healing trauma, in becoming a better version of yourself, in bouncing back from a life circumstance that you never thought would happen, if you think you can heal, you can. If you think you can't heal, then you can't. And this is the real difference I see um, in, in who heals, who doesn't, who overcomes, who doesn't, who builds a new life, who doesn't, in whatever circumstance, whether it be building a business or building a new relationship or uh, building anything, right? And um, I it's a very frustrating quote because when you're in the midst of pain, we kind of all want this like um, parent or rescuer to come fix us. And whether it's a knight in shining armor or a superhero or, you know, let me just figure out how to pray the right prayer and it'll all magically work out. And I get it. Oh my gosh, I get it. And I think one of the trickiest things about being human is recognizing the things we cannot control, but not spending a life being angry about the things we can't control. Okay, so I want to say that again. I think one of the most difficult things about being human is accepting what we can't control, other people's personalities, um, changes in uh, cultures, time passing, aging, our kids growing up, our kids, like there's so many things we cannot control. And to be happy, healthy humans, uh, we have to accept what we cannot control and not get mad about it and figure out how to focus on the things we can control. And you know, whistle while we work. What what's the old like um snow white thing? Whistle while you work. Um, and just kind of have that attitude about um, okay, well, I can't control that, but I can control this. And that is the way forward. That is the way forward. There's no magic pill, there's no this. It's like, okay, accept what you cannot control, figure out what you can control, and have a good attitude as you focus on the things you can control. That's it. Like how to have a good life 101, that's it, okay? But there's a lot of emotional resistance to that because it's not fair, because uh, it feels like other people don't have to do that because we, as kids, you know, we're kind of fed with this idea that, um, you know, someone was coming to save us and we wouldn't have to worry about it and, you know, I mean, every single story we have and every single story we love um, 
is like based on like a happy ending or things magically work out or a miracle coming through, right? So it like I don't want you to beat yourself up over this. Um, I just want to say this is a very gray area, tricky, difficult conversation um, that is real like grown up and maturity. And um, I was I was listening yesterday to a podcast with Brene Brown and Richard Rohr, um, who is a Franciscan monk and he's one of the books that I own by him is called um, Falling Upward, Spiritual Maturity in the Second Half of Life. I think that's a, um, I know it's Falling Upward, something about second half of life, um, spiritual maturity in the second half of life, but you can look it up, Richard Rohr. And this is my contribution to that conversation, like spiritual maturity, emotional maturity, life maturity. Uh, for the second half of life is somehow wrestling with this very unfair beast of, hey, you can't control this. You can control this. I understand how frustrating the things you cannot control are. And let's have a good attitude about the things you can control. Like that's happiness. Figuring out how to do that, that hack is happiness. There's all things we can, and and I want to have compassion and grace and understanding because for those of you listening, for myself, the things we cannot control are really scary and terrible. You know, this is not a Pollyanna conversation. This is not a spiritual bypassing conversation. This is not a, um, like I. I'm real sorry about those things you can't control. I'm real sorry that child is making that choice. I'm real sorry you don't have more choices for your children. I'm really sorry that, you know, your parent hasn't changed and, you know, you face each holiday seeing everybody else's like Hallmark pictures and you like feel like, you just want to get through the day. Like, I I get the things you can't control. I, I, you know, I, things with the economy, things with business structures, things with, you know, health issues, things with, I, I have a huge heart and compassion for those things. And, and, <laughs> If you think you can or think you can't, you're right either way. Like this, this is the key to happiness. This is life lessons 101. This is, and we were not taught as kids. Um, we just weren't. And here we are as adults and trying to figure it out. But but real happiness in this next chapter of life, real, uh, real spiritual maturity, real emotional maturity, um, real healing, real, real grown-upness, right? Uh, a lot of people in the toxic person space, I think, are creating teenagers. Um, this, you know, you deserve better. You, you can be, you know, it's time to be selfish. And like, 
most of the people listening to this and that I work with have been way too selfless. They do need to become more what I wouldn't even call selfish. It's just like, let's be more balanced, right? It's not being selfish. It's meeting in the middle. It's being more balanced. Um, humans deserve good treatment and you're a human too. Uh, so, but there's a lot of people in this space. It's almost creating this like going on attack teenager energy and that it's not what I'm about. That's, I don't think the world needs more teenagers. They certainly don't need more adults acting like teenagers, but we do need more happy people. We do need more whole, healed, happy, confident people. Um, And I remember talking to a teacher one time and I said, what if every child in a school system had a, you know, regardless of fathers, what if they had a, um, emotionally well, confident mother with good boundaries, with self-awareness, with emotional health, with, um, you know, like a, a healed mother. Like what if, what if every child had a healed mother and she just stopped in her tracks and was like, wow, that's incredible. That, that would just be incredible. It would change the world. And every single person listening to this can become a healed person if you believe you can, if you're willing to put in the work, if you're willing to take action. And if you're in your head with butt mouth, um, if you've not heard my stuff on butt mouth, uh, it's basically, well, I mean, I know I could do that, but well, I know I could start that, but well, I know I could try that, but well, I know I could, you know, make a difference, but right. If you have butt mouth, you will be butt, butt, butting for the rest of your days until you change butt mouth. You will never find healing with butt mouth. Okay. You want to redirect butt mouth. <laughs> and, and it's really that practice. This is what I cannot change. This is what I can change. I'm going to do my best to have a good attitude about what I can change. That's happiness. That's healing. That's where all the good stuff is. All the successful people, that's what they've done. And if you get into, but it wasn't as hard for them, but they didn't have this obstacle. But um, one of the most difficult things for me in this podcast is when people kind of say, but you didn't have it as hard as me. Like, I think they think maybe I had some great divorce or I got a bunch of money in my divorce or I just had, you know, I mean, I didn't even get any child support or maybe everyone is supportive of my divorce or, I mean, it was just like, that is not how things went down. And it was hundreds of people were affected by my divorce. It was absolute tragedy. It was like, um, you know, it felt like World War II. People who used to be friends took sides and weren't friends anymore. Uh, people changed jobs over my divorce. Like when I say it was terrible, it was terrible, terrible. Um, and it's it's hard to go back there. I want to keep going back there. And at the same time, it's also hard for me to hear other people with butt mouth and kind of say, well, I can't change the situation because it'll be hard, you know, but I'm not going to get this, but my kids are young, but that, you know, whatever it is. And I don't want to 
be mean or push you into situations. But I do want to say the people who have overcome difficult situations, if there's anything in your head saying, well, the reason they overcame it because it was easier for them. That is probably not true. That is your brain trying to keep you stuck. So if you believe you can, you can. If you believe you can't, you can't. And um, Life 101, accept what you cannot change. Figure out what you can change. And try to have as much of a good attitude as you can moving towards those things. That is the path to success. That is the path to healing. Take action, get help. Take action, get help. Take action, get help. Take action to get help. Uh, People who think they can do it on their own, um, that is your ego talking. I certainly... One of my greatest um, strengths is my ability to ask for help. I am not afraid of it at all. I will make that call. I will sign up for something. I will um, do research and and take action to to get that help. That has been the path of my uh, success, a path out of my own sadness and trauma and terrible, you know, the path out of rock bottom is knowing who's been there and knowing if they know how to get out and then asking them for help. And the death of my ego and thinking I could do it myself or uh, is one of the best deaths <laughs> that, um, it, and honestly, I was just such a mess at that time that I, it would been ridiculous to think I could do it on my own. Like I was, I was at least smart and cognitive enough to know like, yeah, Sarah, eh, you're not doing that great. Like you obviously need help. Uh, so that was, that was a great gift I gave myself and that my brain gave myself, uh, because it was just, my life was quite obviously a mess. Um, but I hope it is a gift you can give yourself and Henry Ford innovator, amazing person, a great person to take advice from. And I hope this gives you direction and help as you learn to become toxic person proof. Hello, wonderful. This is Sarah, and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I know that there was something that you can take away to help you get past the past, get real about the present, or get serious about your future. And if I did my job, then hopefully it will help you with all three. If you are not in my Facebook group, Finding Love and Success After a Toxic Relationship, then consider this your personal invitation from me. I'm there live, there's tons of support, and most importantly, tons more information to help you on your journey to become toxic person proof.